0: Hey, this is Blue State Rob, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia, and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane.
1: Welcome into the Eric's Angel Podcast. A daily show. Oops, my microphone for the first time in a while is acting up.
2: I don't have to bash it anymore though.
1: I have figured out that. The malfunction does not require to me to bash down on the piece of equipment like an old Zenith TV. I have figured that out. It's one particular knob. Uh, One reason or another it started acting up. I think, honestly, it has to do with me kicking the shit out of it. uh, uh, Gone are the days now when I will bash my hand on it. Though that was funny. That was always funny. I see there's a lot of talk in the chat about snow. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much been where we live in Michigan. Snow widespread through the area. Like, you know, not enough to do anything more than annoy you. Uh, Not enough to do uh, anything more than just put you in a bad mood. Cause it's April 19th and it's snowing. Now today is the last day that any of that will happen. Cause it's going to warm up looking good. I mean, uh, uh, race day Saturday at Berlin, it's going to be 74 degrees, maybe even warmer. And then by Tuesday of next week, that will be the what the 20, whatever, uh, chance of snow. I'm not even kidding. Because today's the 19th. So 20, 21, 22, 23, to 24, to 25, to 26 Tuesday of next week. Temperatures in the thirties, low temperatures in the thirties. So as we are knocking on the door of May, there is a, a chance for more snow. That's fucking nuts. Unbelievable. And it isn't like it's been hard with piles of snow for us to clean up this year. It has been, you know, just annoying as shit. So welcome it. I'll try to put a positive spin on it. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. I see that uh, uh, show producer Andrea is uh, jumping on the uh, news that, uh, hey, Eric, get to the story about it's Jackie's birthday. I love it when that happens. That makes me happy. That That puts me in a great mood when people just say, hey. Let's talk about this, isn't it? Yeah, I got it down. I got it down, sister. You know, I I'm just so lucky. I'm I, I'm so blessed when that happens. It it puts me in an exceptional mood. Yes, it's Jacqueline's birthday today. Happy birthday. She is 25 years old today. It's almost like I planned on talking about it because I have a picture from that day. Wow, weird, really weird. It's almost like I know what I'm doing. There you see it from uh, 25 years ago today. My precious little angel, uh, staring at the queen of the forest, Diana in a propofol stupor at that point, has no idea what she's looking at there. She's like, what are you Ah, ah, you And there's Jacqueline. The thing that stands out the most to me on the day Jacqueline was born, Was the scowl and I am not even kidding the scowl on her face. And I've talked about this before because they brought her out and they, they wiped all the gunk off of her and they set her in this scale where it's warm and she's completely nude. And this is the look on her face. I'm not even kidding. She had this scowl on her face, like fucking assholes. What are you doing? And her mouth was bright red, like like her lips. No gross jokes, Dean, on her face were bright ruby red. And I was like, wow. And she did not uh say, she didn't do anything. She didn't she didn't cry. She didn't coo. Nothing. She just sat there and looked pissed. And I remember just looking at her going, hmm. Wow, oh, this is. I hope this isn't uh, telling the future. This isn't like a crisp look into my future. Wow. And uh, I've, I've I've gone down this road before, but on that day, on that day, uh, Jackie was an emergency C-section because we could not get. The doctors could not get Diana to dilate. Uh, and it was, you know, all of a sudden, let's go do emergency C section. And uh Diana being able to, as the doctors are are doing the operation to get Jackie out. Diana goes, I can feel you doing that. And he goes, Yeah, right. Ha <laughs> ha sure. And um, and then she goes, Oh, you just tickled my foot. I feel that. And he's like, oh, my God, propofol, propofol. Somehow they fucked it up. I don't know. So happy birthday to Jacqueline. She was born two years and eight days after Jim was born. And, uh, yeah, everything was good, except for the fact that uh, this was the moment that, um, you know how I told you they were trying to induce the pregnancy on Diana get her to uh, um, dilate, and they, they put, like, this device on her cervix with um, pitocin is the chemical that's supposed to do its job, and it didn't. And then they left it in there. They left this little metal, or not metal, this little rubber device on her cervix, and I was, what the what the hell smells around here? Like a week later, I went, why does it smell like uh, I'm at Fisherman's Wharf? In San Francisco with, you know, sea lions swimming around and fucking fish everywhere and pelicans. Seaweed smell around here. What the? And uh, they had left it in there, and she was starting to become a walking stank machine. And, like, I think I might have had sex with her, too. And I was like, "Eh, it's in your paws. It's in your paws. Oh, fuck. And then uh, she ended up going to the for the follow up checkup, like sometime after. This is weeks down the road. Oh yeah, this was in here. And then you know, it's like in that scene in uh, War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise when they when they finally destroy the machine, and then the hatch opens, and all that all that all that uh, uh, debris, human uh, liquefied human remains come shooting out of the machine. That's what that was. That's really gross. So, I wasn't even there for that. I would have thrown I would have divorced her. I'd have left her if I would have been there for that sludge to come flying out of her her genitals. Uh and she goes, "You won't believe it. I found out why I smelled like, like she said. I actually found out why I smelled like fish." <laughs> well, I'm like, "Wait, wait, what?" And I was like, oh no. Do we have a lawsuit? It's always word, but do we have a lawsuit? Can we sue them? Loss of consortium. I didn't want to go near you for three months. Or however long it was. I forget. How much how, how long it was. All right. So happy birthday to Princess of the Forest, Jacqueline, twenty five years ago today. Hang on. Mm. Coffee sand. Again. Um, Yeah. And then that uh, put us in motion for uh, the last 25 years of uh, mayhem. And then, uh, you know, five years later, you know, actually there was supposed to be a child born about two to three years later. But uh, something known as what were they polyps uterine no a uterine cyst or something like that something on the uterus wasn't right on the queen of the forest and so that was that uh the, the her body rejected the pregnancy it was terrible oh my god this is so bad i waited a little bit of time and then madison comes to town holy crap five years after the fact and i'm like oh no another chick another chick the boy will never ever cause me to want to pull my hair out of my head. Never will that happen. Oh my god. I think what you basically can count on is your kids. Boy, girl, twins, doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter how separated they are. Your kids are going to betray you. They're going to def- they're, they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to come to you for advice. They're gonna they're gonna find it all out on their own. You don't know shit. Yeah, to them, they think you are stupid. That is okay. as As uh, normal as it is for a person to breathe air, it is normal for the child to think that the kid is stupid or that the uh, child to think that the parents are stupid. They don't believe anything you tell them. Uh, You could tell them that the grass is green and they're not going to believe you. Just do yourself a favor. Don't tell them anything. Don't actually voice it. Now, if you behave a certain way and they seem to watch you and they seem to, uh, uh, like what you're doing and they want to do it themselves, then I would say they will they will follow your lead. But there is no way in hell anything voiced to a child will be followed. Okay? They think you are an idiot. And they don't want you to know that you're right. So if you lead by any type of example for anything at all doesn't matter what it is it could be something bad they're going to do what you do but they're not going to tell you that they're doing it cuz they don't want you to know that you're right okay it's a it's a i've i've picked this up over the years all right so that's uh, where we got to, uh, that's what we got today. We're actually going to celebrate it uh, coming up in a, in a few days here. Uh, as I said, the show for the Baldwin Ace hardware each and every weekday. In fact, I don't know if I said that today, um, where I discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures yesterday, it was a uh, weightlifting day. And I am, I'm actually very lucky that team knuckle dragger at the YMCA is there. Um, because though I like to think I know everything, um, and, and I don't I don't like to admit this, but I don't. I don't know everything. And Team Knuckle Dragger, the principals in the group, that would be uh, Meathead Andy and Meathead Brian. These two guys are the real deal. And um, the amount of work that they do and the knowledge that they have for your old pal Eric Zane, who is... Um, attempted his weightlifting record yesterday on the bench press. So I had been at 190 pounds. And so, all right, I'm working my way up to it yesterday. And, uh, I put 190 pounds on there. And then Andy is standing over me and I'm bringing the weight down and I get to a a point, uh, two, three inches just above my chest. And he notices that once it gets that low, It crashes down onto my chest, and then I can't move the weight off of my chest. So he helps me and racks the weight, and he goes, when we lift, Brian and I, we always stop a couple inches above our chest. I go, why do you do that? He says, well, when you get that low, that awkward spot where the bar is, Uh, the strength usually fades and you could risk an injury. I go, so what are you telling me? He goes, bring that weight down controlled. I'm going to put my fist on your chest. When you hit my fist with the bar, put the weight up. I go, that, uh, well, the, the, does that count? He goes, well, who cares? Doesn't matter. You're old. And so am I. Just get the weight up. He goes, and then when you do that and you start to train, maybe even with lighter weight, doing that more controlled movement down, stop just before the chest, eventually your, the range of your strength will go lower towards your te- uh, chest. He goes, just, you know, eventually you'll get more depth. You'll get more strength. And that's how you do that. He goes, but right now you're not doing anything. So I go, all right, let's try it. Now, uh, I had this 190 pounds on there. And, uh, like I said, it just, I got to a certain point. It just crashed down onto my chest. And he's like, ah, fuck, try it again. Now try it again. After what I told you, I go, okay. So I'm bringing it down. And then the weight hits his hand. Did you ever see the film? Unbreakable with Bruce Willis when he's figuring out that he's got superhuman strength and the kid puts all the weight on the bar and they're like testing his strength. And though Bruce Willis pushes it up slowly, he's like steady, steady Eddie and he's putting up like 400 pounds. I bring the weight down. It touches, the bar hits Andy's hand and right up. No problem. Fucking A. I was like, wow. He goes, you could probably even go up. You could probably, because of your strength beyond that sticking point is so much uh, more profound than down here by your chest. There's, there's that, that was easy. I go, I know it felt easy. Holy shit. Team knuckle dragger. Uh, thank you. I made them proud, and then I embarrassed myself terribly. Shortly thereafter, uh, Aram says, "Didn't you do 190 pounds before? Did you uh, touch your chest then?" Yes, I did. I did bring it down, but since then, I've I've lost strength. I can't get it. So I'm excited about this. All right. Then the embarrassing thing, holy shit! So you know those uh, squiggly bars? It's like you use them when you're curling. You can also use them when you're like putting the weight over your head or doing like tricep uh, extensions or skull crushers or something like that. This is embarrassing. I'm standing there and I got the bar over my head, and I'm do I'm I'm uh, bringing the weight down behind my head and doing this uh, this work for the back of my arms, and uh, I'm. I finish up my last set, and then I I bring the weight down like in front of my face, and then I just gotta kind of drop it. Your, you know, controlled put it down to my waist, and then set it down. I dropped it, and oh fuck, the clangity clang clang. You know, it just is so loud and everybody just it's like needle scratch everybody's looking at me and i'm like oh no and i just i didn't i didn't even bother looking up but immediately i swear the radio went off and like all the treadmills stopped and everybody turned and looked and i was like god i just dropped the weight fucking asshole Ooh, and when i dropped it um you know like on the bar it's like uh, uh rough you know so you can grip it and uh, I didn't know it at the time, but it, it scratched the shit out of my leg, and I was so embarrassed I didn't even notice this huge abrasion on my thigh. So like, oh, fuck. So I just acted like I meant to do it, you know. Uh, take the weight off, put it away. Fucking idiot. Terrible. The show each and every day on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Download the Twitch app and uh, search Eric Zane live or go online twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and follow me. Follow me on there. Please do that. Also, if you could scroll down to the red button, it says, um, Sign subscribe free with Twitch prime that allows you to view the show starting at 8 AM Eastern daylight time. When I go live without any commercial interruptions, as soon as the show gets started, there's always one right at the beginning, but uh, uh, if you don't subscribe for free with your Amazon account, uh, you'll be interrupted. So uh, Twitch is great because if you want the show live uh, while you're going to work, you can um, run it through your phone and, you know, have it talk to your Bluetooth in your car and uh, dim the screen, you know, and uh, it doesn't eat up your battery. So basically, you're getting the show live every morning. Or if you like to save it for later on, you can, of course, subscribe to any one of the audio platforms that my show is on, which is all of them, wherever you download podcasts, Eric Zane Show. Just search that and subscribe to the audio podcast. Thank you very much. Audio podcast powered by sponsors irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev they sponsor the uh, twitch feed and my facebook page where someone tried to pick a fight with me uh and another audience member said eric don't respond to this back away from twitter slowly or uh facebook slowly i had a uh, written on there a post about smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. If you'd like to play smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with me, uh, uh, I, I wrote something cute like uh, make a uh, mean comment about my appearance and you're, you're in the running to play. So I actually did come up with somebody for today. I believe it's uh, Tom is going to take Dale on. Yeah, Tom Chambers is going to take on Dale at uh, 1030 Eastern time today. But like some guy wrote something terrible about me and, uh, oh, just, you know, and I'm like, well, I didn't, for once I didn't, I didn't like, uh, I didn't ask for this one and I didn't say anything. I just, you know, blocked the guy. And then that was it. That, that's a thing. When people come at me and like, um, and just for no reason at all, let me have it about well, it might be a reason. I don't know. Who knows who the hell I've pissed off in the past. Now, I, lately, I'm just blocking. And I've only got about 10 people that are blocked. But anyway, thank you so much to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I'm on Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Thank you. And then on YouTube, the almighty YouTube. Brought to you by Frank The Tank Fuss. Medicare Advantage Plan Expert. Um, you can follow me on... Uh, YouTube, subscribe to the channel, bell notification, so you know if I ever go live. I was listening to the radio yesterday, which, side note, um, I will be spinning the oldies today. Tonight, I am filling in for B-Side, who is normally on nights on Big 101.3, the fun hits you know, guys. Seven to Midnight for the rest of this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So that's cool. And then next week, I'm on afternoon drive, filling in for the multi-talented Mike. You see, these high-end radio personalities are taking time off. They're going to the Bahamas, uh, Ecuador, uh, extravagant lifestyles that they lead, and your old pal Eric Zane has to come in out of the bullpen uh to fill in for them. So I will be doing that. Um speaking of the radio, I uh flipped on the Huge show. And um Huge was giving the audience some pep talk about uh it was a uh, I jumped in when he was saying um, something about it's okay to love your country. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. Now, I right away, I wished I was on the air. And um, because if I was with him, I would have said, you're right. It's also okay to not love your country. Because that would have got him going. I would love to be the devil's advocate. Advocate. I'd love to be the counterpoint to Bill. And this comes up because I guess he went to the MAGA rally in town on Saturday night. While black people, well, and white people, people were marching around downtown Grand Rapids, uh, chanting Patrick Loyola's name, Kid Rock was hosting a MAGA rally, and the cops had to really work hard to keep the protesters away from Michigan's the Michigan's dimmest convention that was going on. Now, make no mistake, I used to be a big fan of Kid Rock. I can't stand him now. Uh, So Bill's talking. I texted him. Did you wear your MAGA hat at Kid Rock? So I'm trying to I'm trying to goad him into a fight, Uh, but he wasn't having any of it. Um, Then he's talking about how he's hanging out backstage, and um, because there's there was a see that's the place to be if you're running for governor of Michigan. There were a lot of gubernatorial candidates that were there. I know of at least two, all right, of these red state Republican candidates. And I don't even know, well, Michigan isn't a red state right now. It's a blue state Um, because uh, Biden won the state. No matter what you people tell me about stupid uh, uh, voter integrity and whatever shit you believe, uh, Biden won the state and we have a Democratic governor. But in Michigan, for the upcoming election in November, uh, you got all these um, folks that are running on the on the Republican ticket, and 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 there is no uh, clear cut favorite, not a one. Okay, uh, friend of the show, Dean, boring Dean, and friend of the show, Donna, which is Dean's sister, is uh, of course a Republican candidate for governor, and she's got as good a chance as anybody. So what do you do when there's a kid rock concert and you're running on the Republican ticket for governor of the great state of Michigan, you go to the kid rock concert. You better believe it. Oh my God. That's a great opportunity for you. You know, especially, you know, grassroots is key at this stage of the election. You got to get out there. You got to press the flesh. You got to, you got to, uh you know, you're one of them. So now I know that Donna Let's Go Brandenburg was there. boring dean sister. She invited Diana and I to go to the show. I, of course, had obligations to so did Diana. Diana was taking care of drunken uh, Jackie at that point. And uh, but I had I was over at the West Michigan Ironman football game. Uh, so I was very appreciative of the offer by, from Donna Let's Go Brandenburg but I, I could not attend. Now, if you want to know the truth, if I had nothing going on, I I would decline that. I don't, I don't want to see him. I have turned on Kid Rock. I want nothing to do with him. I think he's a piece of shit, frankly. Um, meanwhile, so Donna was there and huge says on the air that he's a, uh, uh elbow to elbow with uh what the fuck is that guy's name something perry perry something perry johnson he calls himself um god his ads are annoying because uh he looks weird and he, in the ads there's like numbers like superimposed over his head like a beautiful mind or um uh what's that that movie about that what's the smart movie where robin williams Puts Matt Damon against the wall when he talks shit about his wife. And Matt Damon's character is super smart and he's a janitor and he figures out the math problem on the wall. What the f- And Affleck is in it. What the fuck is that one called? A beautiful mind, right? I'm pretty sure that's it. Goodwill hunting. Fuck me. Perry Johnson's ads are uh, like him with his oddly shaped head with numbers. And he calls himself a quality guru. What a... Come on. Aram says, do you still have your long horn belt buckle you bought in your Kid Rock fan days? No, I don't. Threw it out. Why do I throw these things out? I could very easily hold them up and laugh about them the sweater that I got beat up about the long horn belt buckle. I should keep those things. Um, all right. Where the hell was I? So Bill is talking about, he's, uh, hanging with Perry Johnson. And then this is what he said on the air. And I'm like, what are you kidding me he goes perry johnson he looks just like christopher walken and then he goes what yeah he no he's a good-looking guy and i'm like wait a second christopher walken is a so you're saying perry johnson is a is a good-looking guy he looks like christopher walken what the yeah that's a good-looking guy to Bill Simonson uh welcome to the huge show I was hanging out with uh, Perry Johnson he's a good-looking guy he looks like uh, Chris Farley in the uh when he was dead in the hotel room what a dumbass thing to say Jesus yeah and and I guess now that you mention it he does look like uh, uh, Christopher Walken. Now. Let me see. So there you go. This that, that, That's uh, Christopher Walken in a recent picture. Perry Johnson, governor. Let's see what the quality guru looks like. Oh, my God. Perry Johnson looks, that is the biggest insult you could give to Perry Johnson. Perry Johnson looks a million times better than Christopher Walken. What the fuck? If I'm Perry Johnson, I'm pissed off that Simonson said he looks like Christopher Walken. Now they're both god-awful. I don't know. Look, at that's another picture of him. That, that's him too. All right. I, there's no way in hell I can vote for a man that looks like that. No way. No way. Forget it. He looks better now than when he was younger. He still looks like shit. Here he is. See, this is him doing the math problem I was telling you about. All right. So Simonson is hanging with Perry Johnson. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it's a compliment to say that he looks like Christopher Walken. Ding dong. We've got uh, dear meat meathead tomorrow on the show. Pithy question. Please, for my dad. I'm looking at you, Aram. The less words, the better. The less layers and um, attempts you're making at ridiculing me, the easier he will understand it. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. I will also post a uh, Facebook post for you to leave a question for dad. Dear Meathead, brought to you by. The Trail of Tears oil sale at uh, JM Synthetics, online at jmsynthetics.com. I've been meaning to get to this story about this uh, 15-year-old Russian kid since last week. I don't know if I'm buying what everyone else is saying this kid did. You know, the thing to do these days is hate anyone who's Russian. You know, because they're like uh, destroying another sovereign country, so I get that, I get that. But I'm not, uh, I'm not seeing what everybody else is seeing here when it comes to this kid. So he is like a uh, this kid. His name is Artem Severukian. Severukian. I don't know. Artem, whatever. Artem, Russian. And. He won a race, and they said that when he was uh, getting his trophy or whatever on the, on, on the uh, podium, that he did something terrible. Now, I am so scared that I'm going to screw this up because of the fucking losing streak I have been on <laughs> lately when it comes to showing you video. All right. So he's the one that came in first. Now, watch this. He's going to acknowledge a friend of his who's in the crowd. They got the Nikolai Volkov Russian anthem. Everybody thinks he did a Nazi salute because he went. And then that's it. And I, I do not buy this for a fucking second that this kid did a Nazi salute just because he stuck his hand out. You know, that's like to me that this is on par with like the OK symbol becoming a well. No, actually, that was attempted where to make this a white supremacy sig- uh, signal, but it's not. But this kid's just waving at a friend. He just put his hand up and they said he did Heil Hitler. Okay. Now you take the context of A, he's Russian. B, he's laughing. And everybody fills in the blanks that This kid is doing a, a Nazi Heil Hitler. And I think most of you will agree that this is most of you are going, well, because you're dumb, are going to say that this is a Nazi salute, salute. You're going to say he is doing Heil Hitler. Like, Nick, I know he's dumb. He says, Nazi salute. He says, that looked like a Nazi salute. That, in my opinion, was not Heil Hitler. To me, he's waving at a friend. And I mean, there are pictures of me at those auctions that I do, you know, for the jerseys. When I'm put, I'm, I got my hand out, either I'm pointing or I got my hand out like this. And people have said, you look like you're uh, doing a Nazi salute. I'm like, yeah, right. Because my hand's out. Still, I'm not doing a Nazi salute. You could say the same thing about me. Nick says, that looked like a Nazi salute. A wave is up, not straight out. Is there a handbook for waves? What is... uh? Are you telling me that there's a written set of standards and criteria for acknowledging another human with your hand? I don't think there is, dickhead. There you go. Most of you jackasses are going to say this was a Nazi salute. I don't think it is. 100%. It was, says Adnan. The hand came from his heart. So what? Who gives a shit? Normally, you move your hand. If Where's another jackass, Chris? Oh, yeah. This is how you wave. And if it's not like this, if you're not putting your hand in front of you, waving at someone, it is a Nazi salute. No matter what, at the end of the day, this is a Nazi salute. We're going to go ahead and overreact and fuck up a 15-year-old's life because he went like this. What a bunch of shit. Tyler writes, for it to be considered a wave, the arm angle must be less than 45 degrees. PSN Bleach says, oh, fuck off, talking to me. If you think Biden was shaking hands with a ghost, then you should think this is a Nazi salute. Uh bullshit. Bullshit. I, uh, I feel bad for this little Nazi. He's not a Nazi, come on. Because they ended up screwing this kid over. And like he's like a super fantastic go-kart driver working his way up to like probably Formula One or something like that. You know, only if you think about it, Kyle Larson said the N-word and he ended up getting a better job. This kid, Artem Russian, whatever his name is, waves at somebody. And they said it was a Nazi salute and now his life is over. Absolute bullshit. The uh, governing body of go-karting FIA karting European championship is where this all happened. Uh, minutes later they said hey uh we got a problem and he's like what is da he's like what yeah uh, everybody thinks that you were showing a nazi salute he's like what the fuck huh no i was i was uh, waving to that hot russian chick we're gonna have young hot russian sex later on um as time has worn on this isn't going away the punishment has only gotten uh harsher since initially Just uh, sanctioning him. The uh, governing body informed the kid of the decision. They are uh, pulling his license. He cannot compete. He already was having a hard time competing because he is Russian. And everybody hates Russians. So he had to perform. He had to compete with a license through the country of Italy. Now the fucking Italians are like, ah, we have no, we don't care for Nazis here. He was competing under the Italian flag because of the sanctions imposed on Russia. So he's thinking, fuck yes, man. The oligarchs are losing their yachts, but I can still race. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. And he put his hand up and now his life is over. This is such bullshit. Um... We find it unacceptable the gesture of Russian cart driver Artem What's-His-Face on the podium of the European Junior Karting Race. It is still ongoing, as learned the board itself decided to immediately take his license away so it can evaluate the definition of further sanctions that fall within its sphere of competence. This is a lack of respect. Blah, 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 blah. Uh the kid went on to say this is bullshit. I didn't do anything. He says he even uh, even said um I'm sorry, but that's not what I did. And I believe this kid. Artem issued an apology over the incident and said I want to apologize to everyone for what happened yesterday during the European Carding Championship standing on the podium. I made a gesture in which many people think was a Nazi salute. This is not true. I've never supported Nazism and consider it one of the worst crimes against humanity. Yeah. Had this... Okay. Honestly, this is the fault of Putin. This is Putin's fault because everybody's got their eye on everyone Russian. And if you're Russian and you do anything... You're dead. It's like the equivalent of Japanese internment camps. Okay? Everybody hates all Russians. Had Putin not invaded Ukraine, nobody would have given a shit about this kid when he uh, very nicely waved at one of his pals in the audience. And uh, you stupid lemmings are all falling for it. I'm I'm not going to get a one of you... To support this kid. You're all thinking this kid was is like uh, doing a Nazi salute. You know? You guys are a bunch of sheep, okay? And Patriot Nick is the leader of the gang. Show again, please. All right, that means I'm going to fuck it up. Now is the time to fuck it up. Okay, this is the clip again of the Russian kid. Waves to his friend. Giggles, laughs because he's a child. Having a good time. You know, that's a, that's the only good thing to come out of Russia and everybody's just killing this kid. Thank you, Andrea. She says, I think he was waving. Aram says, I support the kid. Thank you. Aram radio voice. Linda says it was, uh, it was a wave. Boo3304 says don't show that Nazi crap again. Totally kidding. (laughs) Call of Duty says he could have done that only if he had brown hair. Chris says clearly saying all hail our Lord and Savior Hitler. (laughs) His friend in the crowd was Christoph Waltz great actor. So awesome. Melissa says he's innocent. Thank you. See, we're getting some clear thinking here. More than I thought. I am actually quite impressed with the numbers that are rallying around this young Nazi. Okay. Uh, Patriot Nick is quickly getting outnumbered and that makes me happy because Nick's a scumbag. Nick is the one who's always like, no, say no to cancel culture. Say no to cancel culture. And now he's doing this shit. Bigfoot rose with a good point. I thought the Russians didn't like Nazis. Yeah, seriously. It's enough of that. I've been sitting on that story forever. Main Chris 87 says he was signaling how tall Nick is. Okay. Star on the forehead right there for that joke. That's fucking sweet. (laughs) Well done. All right. We're off and running. And uh, the show continues when this one gets done on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I have a goal that every day, every day, one person, one of you that enjoys the free podcast will take a chance on me on Patreon. Sorry about that. Uh, Nate Smith, the coach of the West Michigan Ironmen, signed up yesterday. So if you're enjoying the free podcast right now, I am flat out asking you to join me on Patreon for more podcasting each and every day. Uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Try it out for one month, five or $10 a month. $5 is all of the audio new and archived. $10 is all of that audio plus all of the video new and archived and the live streams. Five or 10 bucks a month. Try it for one month. One of you, one of you today has got to do this. If you've been thinking about it, been on the fence, maybe, maybe not, uh, try it out for the one month and then revisit it. Hey, do I really want to keep this? That's all I'm asking. Give it a shot. It might be something fantastic that you love, or you're like, uh, eh, I don't know, man. I, I just I don't I don't I don't need it. Or I don't like it, or whatever. And then, you know, you're only out five or ten bucks. Uh but if it's something you really like, you can Uh, Let it ride month to month or convert it to a yearly where you pay the whole year at once, but I'll save, it'll save you 10%. I'll knock 10% off the price. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open of the live stream is uh, brought to you by Gift of Life, Michigan. April is National Donate Life Month. And the easiest way to do this is to go to G-O-L-M, G is in girl, O, L as in Larry, M is in Mark, G-O-L-M.org, and register to be a donor in the event of uh, an untimely passing. You can't take it with you. Now, if you are out of the state of Michigan, all you have to do is go to registerme.org, org. Every single person within the sound of my voice needs to do this. There are too many people on the waiting list for life-saving organs. In the unlikely event that something happens to you, your organs will save eight lives and improve the lives of more than 100 people through tissue and cornea donations. Be a hero. Go to golm.org or registerme.org. Thank you. Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane podcast. If you need some improvements to your business, upgrade on your tech. Your computers are old. Everybody hates you because you're a boss that won't give your employees good, good equipment. You need to upgrade. Before you start buying stuff, uh, get a complimentary consultation about what you need. Okay? Blue Frost IT, 616 616- 28550 that's 616 28550 blue frost it all right may 21st that is the next CPL CCW training course to be able to carry your pistol concealed in the great state of michigan now um if you are within the area of west michigan this is more for you okay Uh, Because I doubt you're going to want to travel 500 miles for a CCW class. You can if you want. It's coming up May 21. PrinceArming.com or go to the Prince Arming Facebook page. When you click on the logo at EricZaincho.com, or you can just call or text the instructor Steve Prince at 616-204-1705. It's a Saturday. The class May 21. You're going to get there in the morning going to have some coffee, going to watch a movie, going to talk to a lawyer who's going to give you some instructions about uh, appropriate usage of a pistol, what can get you in trouble, what you're safe for, uh, what to do if you are in an event where you have to uh, uh, fire a round at somebody to defend yourself. Very, very serious shit. And uh, everything you need to know, including shooting on the range while you're there so you can practice with various different types of pistols. You can just borrow one there pay a few bucks and rent the pistol, pay for the ammo. And then, uh, you can find out what type of gun suits you best. What I'm saying is you don't even need to own a gun. In fact, I recommend if you're a newbie, don't buy a gun, go to the class and experiment with the different types of guns that they have there that you would feel comfortable carrying. 616-204-1705. All right. right. <clears throat> So the United States Football League started playing football this past weekend. Now, first of all, these leagues have always failed. And I don't know why. I think the idea of a league surviving on its own, apart from the NFL, is shit and stupid. I don't know why these leagues don't do the model of the G League or like the American Hockey League, okay, um, what this allows is you, if you're an affiliate, let's say there's, I don't know how many NFL teams there are, 32? Well, if you've got 32 uh, minor league football teams in towns like the size of Grand Rapids, Michigan, I mean, what the fuck? You, play, you could even play at uh, a fucking local high school field. You know, the team basically has an entire roster of backup players that are getting game speed uh, activity on a regular basis. I've never understood. And you can play at the same time that the NFL is playing. Why the hell not? Instead, they do it this way. Well, they've tried it every way. The only thing that ever stood a chance at um, doing anything was the USFL back in the 1980s, which... Back when I was a kid, following the USFL, the Michigan Panthers football team, they played in the in the Silverdome. They were getting seventy to eighty thousand fans a game by the time the season was winding down because they were winners, and uh, they ended up winning the first USFL championship. In fact, I went to one of those games. I was on the field with uh, Jeff Dechaucy who's uh, took me to the. That's a guy I gave my kidney to. He took me to a USFL football game. We're on the field. It was me and Jeff, and uh, Jeffrey, and uh, we were playing the New Jersey Generals. I'll never forget. Herschel Walker came walking. I were like looking at this. I mean, we're 13 years old. Holy shit! Look at this kid. Um, so that was awesome, and the team was fantastic, and the and the the fans loved it. And then I think it was year two. Happened, and then Trump fucked it up because Trump was trying to. Uh, He sued the NFL or something like that. And there was an, "Eh, it doesn't matter. It's all boring now, but, uh, that league had a shot. It really did, but it got ruined. So now they have eight teams that play in one city. I'm not even kidding. Eight teams play in Birmingham, Alabama to keep the travel costs down. And they're playing now and no one gives a shit. No one cares about the coolest thing they did was they kept, um, uh, the team names from the old school teams eight of them, including the Michigan Panthers. Okay. Now, this really, it really doesn't have anything to do with this, but the the team, the Pittsburgh Maulers, okay, uh, they got a running back or they had a running back by the name of uh, Davion Smith. And he was a, a, a pretty solid player at the University of Michigan. And he's like the best running back in the United States Football League. And I mean, I realize that's not saying much, but, if anybody's got a shot at making a, a solid career, it would be this guy. So the story goes that he was getting served food. I guess they're at the hotel and they're setting out the food. And they said, Hey, um, uh, the, the, the meal is chicken salad. And this guy, Davion, uh Davion Smith said, well, I don't, I don't eat chicken salad. And the guy said, is this going to be a problem? And Davion Smith said, yeah, it is. And then a short time later, the same guy came out with a pizza. And Davion said, can I get some of that pizza? And the guy said, no. And the guy said, is that going to be a problem? And Davion Smith said, yeah, it is. You okay, know that's it, and they fired him. <laughs> they fucking fired him, and the USFL is doing like their own version of Hard Knocks for like Fox Sports or some shit, and they recorded this and put it on TV of them firing the guy. So he's walking in right here in this clip. John he's walking in here and uh this guy in the white hat is going to fire him and these other two are like the witnesses you know that's and and uh so they're that's exactly what they're gonna do okay check this out so this coach goes oh, what's up man gives him five see now this is from The show. So not only are they showing you um, everything from the camera angle, but the coach here who fired the guy is giving you a walkthrough of the events. Okay? So as this is all unfolding, the guy's sitting down. Everybody's like, okay, great. Here we go. All right. The the, The player's like, what could this be about?
2: He crossed the line. So we had to deal with it. This is very difficult for me as a hair coach, my first time, but we have a business, okay? This is business and you're a businessman, We mm-hmm. all are, because that's the nature of the beast right now. But uh, when I first talked to you guys on March 22nd, I had a handbook I covered some items that were very important to me. Line 46 addresses that. Any disrespect of football or members, staff, USFL, hotel, etc., would not be tolerated. And it's been brought to my attention that has occurred with you so unfortunately unfortunately hear me out unfortunately the cost of doing business i'm going to have to let you go Okay. i didn't think i did anything or said anything disrespectful oh no. I, I can tell you what happened exactly it's not important right, now. right. it's not important i don't it's, know it's already happened
1: right so- see i i always hate these things where this coach is saying it's not important. It's already happened. I won't hear you out. I won't. You can't say anything. It's like, why, why not just a simple conversation to get clarification before you do this? You know? I mean, isn't anybody allowed to explain themselves? Instead, they've made the decision, and then he has to explain, which is too late. I didn't say
2: anything disrespectful. He said, is that going to be a problem? I said, yes. I said, and
0: I walked away. I mean, I didn't think that was disrespectful. Me
2: saying, yes, I don't eat chicken salad. And I was like, is there another option? Walked in with pizza. And I was like, can I get a slice of pizza? He said, no. I was like, he said, it's not going to be a problem. I said, yes. That's all I said. I didn't say no cuss word, nothing.
1: Poor guy. All he wants, here he is in this shithead football league. And (laughs) all he wants the fucking piece of pizza. And this asshole's firing him because he wanted a piece of pizza. This guy sitting next to him was like, "Man, this is fucking bullshit." That's
2: all I said. I promise you, no disrespect on my dad's life. I promise you, I didn't say nothing disrespectful besides. Yes.
1: I believe him. I absolutely believe this guy.
2: And, and I appreciate you sharing that. But the matter's it's
1: done. Aw, <sighs> fucking a. I you
2: that, but good luck. Then he just leaves them. Someone's feelings hurt feelings, or a distant second to the greater good of
1: the team. There, y- y- You heard it. Someone's feelings uh, getting hurt is second to the team.
2: And we've moved on and turned that page and I'm happy we did it. Oh. I can't mope about something. Just go home and work. I don't do so. i figure it out.
1: This is fucking terrible. <laughs> what the fuck, man? There's got to be more, right? Oh, good Lord. Chris writes, good Lord. Fuck you. He was hot and ready to get shit canned. (laughs) Terry. Fuck. Here comes the pizza. Great Gabagool says. Nick says, that's stupid as fuck. Kyle says, was that done in one take? Were they asking him, can you come out of the building a second time? We need a sad shot of you. Wow. Yeah, this is is real shit, in my opinion. He, um, the guy, Davion Smith, he's been um, uh, tweeting about this. And and has said, yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's exactly how it went. And he's uh, stressing that the team is. Um, there was some statement that the team made, basically doubling down on um, on what they said. But now this guy's out of a job. This is just bullshit. They cut Davion Smith over him wanting pizza instead of chicken salad. They put it on TV. He's one of the best backs. Uh, Back when uh, he played in the XFL, this is wild. I would think there'd be some type of lawsuit that you could file. You know, I mean, if you've got people that uh, uh, witness this, you should probably um, uh, file some type of grievance. I mean, my God, you fired over a fucking pizza. Jesus. Interesting. Okay, well, good luck to him. Moving on. This one was described as Fox in the hen house. All women's prison in New Jersey. Two inmates are now pregnant. From another woman. A guy went to the jail and... Uh, identified as a female well so it was a trans i always screw up when i say transgender woman that means you were a man so uh, used to be a man became a woman but then still had sex in a manly way and now two inmates at the edna mahan correctional facility for women in clinton new jersey has two inmates that are pregnant <laughs> The state's only all-women prison and is slated for closure following complaints about sexual assaults and other problems at the facility. Dan Sparazza, a uh, spokesperson for the New Jersey Department of Corrections, told NJ.com that the women became pregnant after sexual, consensual sexual relationships with another incarcerated person. See what happens when you start identifying as one thing but you're another? Yeah, this should be okay by today's standards. This should be no problem. The news website reported that the prison houses 27 transgender inmates. Wow. Who are biological men identifying as women. Now, wait a minute. 27 biological men who are identifying as women. That seems really high to me. I wonder how many uh, overall number of women they have in the facility. But if if I'm going to, I'm just going to say this: I uh, if I am going to prison, okay, and uh, I am going to do this. I if I get busted for something that requires a a prison sentence, I am going to attempt this. I'm going to attempt to say that I am a woman, and my civil rights are being violated, and you need to put me in prison with women because i am a lady um i wonder how many of these inmates did this uh but in this and then you can just go and have sex uh just say well yeah i'm a woman but you're not just say you are i think that that would fly wouldn't it and that's what happened here in this uh, fox in the hen house scenario biological women at this prison have complained they feel threatened and have been harassed by the transgender inmates. Wow. You see, men are gaming the system. They're just saying they're women. They're being put into the women's prison. They're having uh, sex whenever they want with women who may or may not want it, uh, raping them, and uh, that's causing the prison to close down. In prison, the transgender inmates are not required to undergo sex reassignment surgery in order to be housed with biological women. This is fucking insanity. Officials with the American Civil Liberties Union, the New Jersey Department of Corrections, and the Union representing the correction officers at the facility did not immediately respond to a request for for comment. That's because it's it's fucking nuts. Gene Lo Cicero. Hello, I'm Gene Lo Cicero. I'm the ACLU's legal director. Told NJ.com that allowing biological men who identify as women to be housed along with biological women is quote in line with New Jersey's strong anti discrimination laws that prevent discrimination and harassment on the basis of gender identity. Oh my God, so basically, you're some, you're some dude, you're going to prison, and you say, hey, I want to go to the women's prison, and you, you, you make up this lie that you are a woman, and the ACLU, a very powerful organization, will then defend you, even though you're a fucking criminal. You could go and rape every neighborhood kid, okay, and have sex with all the dogs and kill people. And then you go to prison and say, yeah, I'm a woman. And they might put you in the women's prison in New Jersey. New Jersey, this is a, this is fucked up. Kate, what do you say about this? You're a New Jersey resident. Blue State Rob, Lara, you're all New Jersey residents. How do you guys feel about the women? Or is it like no one cares about the women in the prison system? These poor ladies are in there for whatever crimes and these a bunch of 27 guys with big fat meaty dicks are having sex with them in a lot of cases against their will so the acl clu is supporting rapist men in an all women's prison and the women are being raped every day what a shit show you have there in new jersey what a horrible horrible state Nick writes, wonder how many uh, biological women who have become men are doing prison at the men's penitentiary. I'm guessing none, Nick. Adam the Odd says, I'm surprised this is not a California story. Great Gavagool, which I think is Dennis G., Right? Says they're hiding in the women's prison so their buttholes don't get stretched out by the sisters in the men's prison. And then John Gizmongo signed up for a conjugal visit. Don't even get me started about Jamingo yesterday on his show. Oh, my God. No, that is not Dennis G. So that is just, this is just crazy-ass story. The union representing the state's corrections officers opposes housing transgender women in the facility. Well, that makes sense. We oppose this policy change, believing it would be detrimental to the general population of female inmates being housed at Edna, Edna Mahan, Mahan. And they were right. That's why they're closing the prison now. And also bring added stress to our correctional police officers assigned to this institution. New Jersey Superior Officers Association President Edward Sullivan told NJ.com. What a mess. So-and-so writes, so this man who claims to be a female got women that are women pregnant, but yet we still have male parts which should be taken off so this would not happen again. Those poor babies that will probably be aborted are who knows what. Or who knows what. I say if they want to be a woman, all parts should be taken off. And the same for women. All part inside and out. Boobs and everything need to be closed up. There would not be any more babies to abuse. Boy, this is fucked up. This is a terrible story. What the hell? That is just wrong. All right. Moving on. Uh... Quick word about the Mario Flores Lakeshore Team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505 if you are in the market for a refi, a mortgage, whatever it may be. Uh, call upon Mario. He will help you. Whether your credit is fantastic, that'll be an easy process. Or maybe you need a little bit more, a uh, little bit more navigating. You're still trying to rebuild out from whatever it was that messed you up in the first place. Mario can help you get you out of paying rent. This is a sponsor for any state with the exception of four of them, South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Otherwise call Mario 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035. Do mention my name when you call up Mario. Okay. If you or someone you know or love is turning 65, I want you to call this number first or text. 616 914 4070. If Medicaid is currently or in your near future for you or someone you love, do this. If you currently have Medicare, that's great. Congratulations. You've gotten to a point in your life when uh, you've earned that. However, there are some variables that could make it that if you haven't done this appropriately and filled out the um, uh, right things on your Medicare plans, That you might not be taking advantage of everything that is afforded to you. Get a Medicare Advantage plan checkup from Frank Fuss. It's free. Doesn't cost you a dime. All it is is five minutes of your time in a phone conversation with Frank. Set it up by reaching out at 616-914-4070. Do this. Mention me at some point that you heard it from me. And if you're getting set to turn 65, this is what you need to do. Have Frank be your guy for the entirety of you utilizing the Medicare system. Okay. Also, if you're signing up for Obamacare or anything like that, uh, Frank is the guy for you. Life insurance policies, he can help you navigate all that. Uh, in fact, the Obamacare that I signed up for, the uh, life insurance or the health insurance policy, Frank did it all for me. I didn't do anything. Uh, And it didn't cost me a dime. Frank makes his money from the insurance companies. 616-914-4070. A lot of people ask, Zane, why do you always stand up and raise your leg like that? Yeah, my body wasn't made to sit down. I'm constantly stretching. That's what's up. Oh, God. Comedy coming to West Michigan, fullhousecomedy.com. If you're looking for something fun to do you want to go see a show usually wednesday through saturday sometimes sunday uh several different venues to choose from in west michigan performances each and every back half of the week and weekend Fullhousecomedy.com. go see a comedy show okay hold that thought your old pal eric has to go tinkle okay don't move right back. Da, 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 da. I worked on the basement last night. Not long. You know how like you put that uh, joint compound on like all the holes where the nails were and then you got to sand it. I was doing the sanding last night. Not a bunch, but some. Okay. Was going to go up north uh, in the next week. Canceled that. Not because I had to do work on the basement, but just days are piling up. I just need to stay here. But I'm thinking about taking some time off for a couple of days or, or maybe doing... You know what I might do? I might go up north. To and then do the show while I'm up there. I've done that before. I think for like a whole week one time. The thing is, it's it's poverty internet, and so it uh, it might be a little weird, but you it should work. It just would be a little bit crappy looking. It already looks a little crappy. Crappy. Uh, Bob says use lightweight uh, spackling. Thank you. It's, it's pretty easy, actually, um, what, I, what I do, the, the sanding. It's pretty much uh, not hard. I just have to do it. The, it's a big room. There's a lot of spots to you got to hit with a sander. I barely have to hit. Uh, yes, we have trivia. Uh, tri- he says, bring back trivia that week. Still better than Cedar Tucky Wi-Fi. Okay, I've been meaning to get to this story too. Today's one of those days where I had to dig out a lot of stories that I've uh, I've been sitting on for a while. The top story, top story in the news um, today was that um, a federal judge shot down the mask mandates on transportation, and so now everybody's like, "Woo, take the mask off on the plane!" It's like, I don't even care. Um. I wonder if um, I've got it. By the way, I got a uh, the NFK and I today get uh, another booster. Yeah, that's right. We're boostering again today. Put it in me. Just put, put that poison in me. I will take your poison. Put it in me all damn day. Um, I wonder what's going to happen in a year, where we're going to be with this, you know, or will this eventually go away entirely, you know? Or will there be something new? Makes you wonder. But anyway, moving on. This has nothing to do with that. Republican Attorney General for South Dakota, Jason Ravensborg, is pissed off. He was impeached. Governor Kristi Noem is not on the same page with Attorney General Jason Ravensborg, even though they are the same party. I give her credit for this because, you know, in this day and age, you might see somebody turning a blind eye because of party. She did not. This is the guy who got shit face drunk, drove home, murdered someone walking down the road, left, went home a day later, drove back and acted like, Hey, what's going on here? And they said, hey, uh, and then they put two and two together. They figured out that he did it. And he's like, well, I, I don't know. I Well, I struck a deer recently. I don't know if it was me, though. But and he, this fucking idiot killed this guy. And then he acted like, so, now, I don't know. I just said he was drunk, but I don't know. Uh, I, I can only assume this guy was shit-faced. South Dakota House on Tuesday of last week impeached Attorney General Jason Ravensborg over... A 2020 fatal crash, crash in which he initially told cops he had uh, hit a deer. This is the one where the guy was stuck in the windshield, where the glasses from the guy who got hit were found in the car. Yeah, I think I might have hit a deer, some large animal. Fucking glasses. To me, I don't know how you can manufacture a lie with evidence of glasses. How can you claim your innocence when the dead guy's glasses are in your fucking car? Ravensburg uh, is temporarily removed from office pending the historic Senate trial where it takes a two-thirds majority to convict on impeachment charges. In Michigan, the Patriots have been trying to impeach our wonderful Attorney General, Dana Nessel. And they have said that um, because she had a drink at a party and fell asleep and got drunk. So they're trying to impeach her here in Michigan. That's what the Patriots do to our wonderful Attorney General. You're going to need more than that. You're going to need to find a dead person's glasses... In Dana Nessel's car. that is That might work. But if you try to impeach her. Because she likes to drink and scissor. Well, I don't know if that's going to work. She's so hot. <sighs> Ravensborg pleaded no contest last year. To a pair of traffic misdemeanors in the crash. Wait a minute. Traffic misdemeanors. Including making an illegal lane change. He cast Joseph Baver's death as a tragic accident. On Monday night, he sent lawmakers a pair of defiant letters urging them to vote against impeachment. How did this even happen? In a few hours, your vote will set a precedent for years to come. Ravensborg said in the first of two letters, Uh, Sent Monday night and obtained by the Argus leader. No state has ever impeached an elected official for a traffic accident. That's what he's saying it is. It's a traffic accident. Come on. It's a fender bender. How can I be? Ravensborg's letter also accused accused ultra hot governor, Christy Noem of interfering in the investigation And of supporting impeachment because of the Attorney General's investigations into her behavior. Well, that's weird. Uh, Ravensborg, who took office in 2019, initially told his aides and a 911 dispatcher he did not know what he hit on a rural highway. As he was returning home from a Republican dinner, glug, glug, glug. In September 2020, he went back the next day. He went back the next day and found the body of 55-year-old Baver who had been walking on the shoulder of the road. Uh, Side note, I'm guessing that in this case, the person who was struck was walking with traffic. Never do that. If you're walking or running on a road, you need to be running on the side that cars are coming at you. And the reason for that is, so if they are leaving the road, you can get out of the way. But if you can't see them, this is one of the most common sense things on the planet. If you're on a bike, you must be going with traffic. But if you're walking, if you're a pedestrian, against the flow of traffic. So when drunk fucks like this are going to kill you, you can dive out of the way. Ravensborg's car completely crossed onto the highway shoulder before hitting Baver, and criminal investigators said later they didn't believe some of Ravenborg's statements. The Special Investigative Committee's report argued Ravenborg's actions in the crash were unrelated to his official duties. But some Republicans raised doubts about the crash reconstruction and where Baver was when he was hit. Ravensborg, who has said little about the crash, denied being untruthful in a brief interview in February. Ravensborg is positioning for a reelection bid. He would face a Republican challenger, former Attorney General Marty Jackley, at the June GOP convention that decides its next nominee. Well, you're fucked. Am I making the part up about the glasses in the car? I'm not, I didn't think I was, I can't believe that in the story that I was just observing. They didn't cover that. That to me is what makes it open and shut victims. Glasses found in car also cell phone use among key moments. That's what they're saying. In fact, uh, this, since it's the local story, they can probably help uh explain this even
0: more Here at six o'clock, I'm Brian Allen. Over the last 24 hours, we have received a little more insight into the investigation surrounding the accident that involved Attorney General Jason Roundsburg and the death of Joseph Beaver. The South Dakota Department of Public Safety released two videos yesterday showing three hours of interviews involving Roundsburg and agents with the North Dakota BCI. Jacob Sarsamo has been looking into those videos to break things down for us in our six o'clock top story. Good Good evening, Jacob. Yeah, Brian and Kelsey, the new videos released are giving us a... But that
1: chick was a little stiff, wasn't she? I mean, my God.
0: Uh, Joe Biden reads better than you. Better explanation of what exactly happened the night of the accident just outside of Highmore, including new information about Roundsburg's phone usage minutes before the accident and him potentially walking right past the body of Joseph Beaver around the time of the 911 call. Investigators tracked Roundsberg's phone the night of the accident and found evidence that indicates he was logged into his email and clicked through news stories minutes before the accident.
3: I remember sitting it down. I'm I, I pretty confident I shut the radio off and then, then wham, you know, uh, looked at the speedometer. It was the best I remember, remember. And then, wham! I was not looking at my phone. I know it's the law, and I. I was not looking at it at the time, it happened.
0: After the accident, Roundsburg called 911. And when the sheriff arrived, he says he grabbed his proof of insurance out of his glove compartment. And that's right near where investigators later discovered a major piece of evidence, Joseph Beaver's glasses.
1: Holy shit, fucking A, did you see the windshield is all smashed and they find the guy's glasses? Did you see the
3: glasses right next to that? I did not, okay. He, you showed me the glasses the first time. They're, the first time, they're Joe's glasses.
1: I'm wondering I about that. Wait a minute. Hold on.
0: And that's right near. And when the sheriff arrived, he says he grabbed his proof of insurance out of his glove compartment. And that's right near where investigators later discovered a major piece of evidence. Joseph Beaver's glasses. So,
3: did you see the glasses right next to that?
1: Jesus. So, I, he's, he's grabbing his insurance registration and there's... Bloody glasses there. Holy shit. I didn't notice those. Oh, they could be anybody. Do you wear glasses, sir? No, I don't know. There could have been anybody, in those. I don't know, man. Did not.
3: Okay. And he, you showed me the glasses the first time. They're the first time they're Joe's glasses.
1: Politicians are good at lying. This lying piece of shit needs to rot in prison. He murdered this man.
3: I wondered. I were I wondering about that. So that means his face came through your windshield.
1: <laughs> This, they said that means his face came through his face came through your windshield. Then this guy's reaction, oh god, I can't believe it. It's a tough thing. I I like how he's, oh, he's like now acting like he's realizing what happened. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? I was thinking
3: not come through because there would have been I thought there'd been blood everywhere then now you know I've, I've thought about it yeah I And mean, and you've had time right? his glasses are right there Jason those are Joe's I did those, I, those. I did not see the glass until you saw you showed me mm-hmm. sure so the only way for them to get there is through
0: the windshield the interviews say witnesses saw beaver walking with a flashlight that night and that flashlight was still
1: Kenny wrote, Beaver, I wish his name was Deer or something like that. That was-
0: <laughs> On the next day when investigators arrived at the scene, That's Roundsburg cool. said after the crash, he walked towards Highmore to read a sign. An investigator's questioned how he could have missed the flashlight.
3: It was 400 and some steps from your car towards Highmore. Okay. You had to walk by him. I, well, I might have walked by him, but I didn't see him. But you also had to walk by the light. That's the rule really
1: Oh, I didn't know that. So he... he- he sees, there's a flashlight on the ground. Oh, wow. It could be anything. Did you see the flashlight he was carrying? No.
3: Ever? Uh-huh.
1: When you walked back to town? Uh-huh.
3: No. No flashlight. It was pitch dark out there, right? Just because, Jason, we went out there another right. night with that flashlight Um, recently uh-huh. and put it back in the same spot it was in, okay. with it back on. Uh-huh. And. It's hard to miss. I mean, it truly is hard to miss when you're out there, especially if you're walking back towards Highmore.
0: Now you can watch the full interviews on our news app. Scan the corner of your screen right now with your smartphone to find that. A few other quick highlights from the interview. That flashlight was found less than two feet from the road. Ronsberg previously said he thought he hit a deer, but he told interviewers he never actually saw it, saying he just assumed it was a deer. And when investigators asked whether any mistakes were made. Roundsburg said, quote, I don't know what I would have done different. Kelsey. All
1: right. Oh, shit. Okay. Roundsburg is brilliant. Deny till you die. Wouldn't me. What's that song? She caught him in the shower, did sofa, wasn't me, that whole thing. Deny till you die. Cole writes, that deer is a flashlight. I better get out of here. I didn't see his glasses. All I saw were his eyes hanging out of the sockets. Oh, my God. Man. How is it that um, he hasn't been charged with something more than improper lane change? After, okay, it says after over five months of investigation, prosecutors announced uh, Ransborg faced three misdemeanor charges in connection to the September 12th crash near Highmore where he struck and killed Joseph Beaver. Prosecutors said they did not have evidence to file more serious charges. The fuck you don't. I think a dead body is a pretty key piece of evidence. You know, face meat in the windshield and glasses inside of the car. Boy, that sounds like a little uh, home cooking, if you ask me. I think the prosecutors need to be investigated uh, for not filing charges against the AG. What the fuck are they doing there in uh, South Dakota? Holy shit. Man, I don't know about this. This whole thing is a mess. I'm going to include both these links. You can uh, break it down. There's there's uh, more to this story that the locals are reporting on. But, man, I cannot believe what this guy is getting away with. A misdemeanor lane change. The guy's face was in his windshield. Jesus. All right. Check out my friend's podcast, Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered, wherever you download podcasts. The business of taking April off. What? Well, anyway, perfect time for you to catch up with all the episodes uh, with Jason and Mike on Threads Podcast, threadspodcast.com for more information. Another podcast I want you to check out, Just Chirpin'. Those four boys, chirpin.com. You can download them on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Check out the Just Chirpin podcast when you're done with this one. I'm always trying to tell you about other podcasts to listen to, but remember, mine's better than all of them. They may be good, and you may enjoy them, but mine is better, and that's as far as I'll go. I will encourage you to listen to them if you've listened to every episode of mine and you've subscribed to my Patreon. Other than that, I think I was promoting the Jordan Harbinger show. Another great show. Mine's better, but you know, there you go. I love talking about other podcasts that are all very good, but just not as good as mine. Thank you to JM Synthetic, 616-747-0233. I am due for an oil change. I just had my products sent to me from Jason Mays. My AMS oil synthetic motor oil, my oil filter, my air filter. And I'm going to change the oil on my truck. I, I can do that one. Okay. I don't mess with the newer cars. I have my friends at Irvine's do it, but I do do it on the truck. Um, I don't have to jack up the vehicle because it's lifted quite high. I just shimmy underneath there, pull the plug, drain the oil. And it says 0% oil oil life, change oil. That truck is so old. It's got those um, old ass, um, what do you call it? Like the dashboard looks so, it's 20 years old. It looks so stupid. So unbelievably dated. I will be changing the oil on that thanks to JM Synthetics. Order your own oil change kit and do it yourself with the best oil that money can buy, ams oil. okay? Go to jmsynthetics.com, shop by product, shop by piece of equipment that you want to buy for, and then there's a phone number on the website. That's Jason's. Call him. He'll pick up the phone. You'll dial it. He picks it. hello? <laughs> yeah, hey, I'd like to order some oil. You do? yeah okay what What are you crying for because no one ordered any oil today okay well that's all right i'm order. i'm order. chin up friend i'm ordering oil okay
0: what, what do you want
1: oh i need this that and the other thing
0: oh, okay i'll send it to your what's your address
1: i'll just text it to you friend okay man you gotta pay me via venmo okay pal Chin up. <laughs> JMSynthetics.com. A dickhead Joe Martinez just sent me my bill to replace the sensor on the boiler. He's not a dickhead, but I don't like paying any money, so he is right now. 616-516-8579. If you need a uh, after-hour service call, if you need scheduled maintenance... If the sensor on your boiler goes bad, he can replace that thing. I give him credit, man. He got that thing done fast. I appreciate you, Joe. 616-516-8579. That's right. I go from calling him a dickhead because he did his job to telling him how much I appreciate him. Uh, Eventually, the air conditioning is going to be on here in West Michigan. Do not just turn it on. Before you turn it on, get it serviced. So reach out and schedule that because if you just turn it on, you might have a friggin' blowout and then a lot more damage is going to be done to it. And then you're in for a lot more money. So basically 79 bucks, get the AC tuned up. 616-516-8579, 616-516-8579. Boy, this is uh, this is going to go over great. Now, if any of you um, anti-COVID shot slash anti-vaxxers that exist, which is 99 out of 100 of you, if you hear this story and you're like, wow, that's cool, I want in, well, I think we're done. a uh, company in Europe has created a microchip that you have implanted in your hand. And then when you're ready to pay for anything, you hold your hand up to the thing. You know, because it's such a pain in the ass to carry around a card that is less than a millimeter thick. The implant can be used to pay for a drink on the beach in Rio, a coffee in New York, a haircut in Paris, or at your local grocery store. founder and chief executive Votek Peprata told the BBC, it can be used wherever contactless payments are accepted. I don't even like taking the card and just holding it up to the machine. I actually prefer to either swipey or insert my chip. Yeah. Of all the things I I have no interest in any of this. None. So you're going to actually go and have a chip. I would have less of a problem. If a family member came up to me and said, if Jim came up to me and said, uh, I want to be a woman. I'm going to have I'm going to ha- have my ding dong uh, uh, put inside of my body, and I'm going to have a vagina made, and I'm becoming a woman, transitioning to a woman. I would have less of a concern with that than if he said I'm putting a microchip in my hand. The company said it's the first to sell these kind of chips to will to uh, kind of. Kinds of chips to willing customers unleashing its biopolymer technology about the size of a small safety pin on the world last year. This is going to cost you $300. But just how many people are all right with the idea of having a credit card placed in their body? Wallet Moore said in a press release that so far at least 200 people have purchased its technology. According to a 2021 survey, which talked to uh, 4,000 people across Europe, 51% said that they would consider an implant of some type, yet security issues reportedly remained a concern for some. I can't even get behind the idea of them, just, just the incision being made. It just It just freaks me out, you know? Some of you would probably have it put in your dick so that you could whip your dick out to pay for stuff. That's what I'm... Patriot Nick, I'm looking at you. Uh, Walletmore, the guy's name is... Wait, no. The company's name is, is Walletmore, right? Couldn't be the guy. Yes, the, guy's, the company's name is Walletmore. Can you imagine if the guy's name was Walletmore? Explain their chips use near-field communication the same system smartphones use for contactless payments and that they cannot be read until they're in close contact with a payment reader device. The company said the chip does not include a battery, nor does it make radio waves on its own. So essentially, you load up the chip, you go online, you load up your chip with your cash, and you just hold your hand up. Oh, God, come on now. Do we really need that? Sir Bob of Oliver. Nope. Don't want this. I won't even set up Apple pay on my phone. Well, I might, I might do that. I'm just, I'm okay with what I have though. That's the thing. I, I would only, I would have to have, I would have to see someone doing Apple pay and or this like, so, Hey, someone would have to try to impress it upon me. Hey, you got to try this. Why? Cause it's so simple. Well, yeah, but I also got this card I can just put it in there, you know? I mean, how much greater is this? Kenny says, Eric, are your dogs microchipped? Yeah. I guess they are. Of course, it's, it's only as small, as big as this piece of rice. I don't know if for some reason I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with microchip. To pay for something in my hand? That's a great question, by the way, Kenny. You've really turned the corner. You really have. You used to be the most annoying fuck on here. but I don't know what you've done lately, but keep doing it. All right? Uh, At least 1% or 2% of the audience doesn't uh, hate you less now because, because of that. Kenny says, "No, I have others to do that for me. You're right. You haven't you have not fucked up in forever. Keep it that way. In fact, like right now, don't say another word. You're doing great." All right. Tyler says, "It'll be a lot easier to catch stolen cards if someone is attempting to use a severed hand to buy stuff." that's that's interesting are your dogs microchipped yes well then what's wrong with this I guess nothing we're sorry sir your hand has been declined you extend your hand from your chest to the chip reader like a certain salute yes the Russian kid holy shit it's all coming back around Adam, the hand seems inconvenient. I wonder if I can get that chip in my forehead. That <laughs> reminds me of Wally. Wally's eyes are so bad right now. My, my my late mother's husband. The poor guy still uses them to some degree. So if he has to if he has to read something, he'll take a picture of it and then blow it up. And I'm not kidding you. He goes like this. He puts his head right on the device to try to read it. All right. Thieves will be lopping hands off like criminals in Iran. Just put the severed hand up your sleeve and pretend it's your own. You know, we're joking, but that's going to happen. If this, let's say this catches on like wildfire and, you know, 10 million people A hundred million people have this done. This will be a thing. At least my wife won't be borrowing my card anymore. All right. On the Patreon today, I've got to talk about A lot of things that shouldn't be frozen have been frozen. And two terrible stories. I think, I think they're both triggering. These are both triggering stories. I think it's going to affect some of you in a terrible way. I'm not going to lie. I'll try to make them as funny as possible. And, and you will too, some of you. Um, you know, to like ease the sting. But these aren't great stories. And I'm going to cover them in the Patreon bonus podcast when this one's done. I also have a story about a guy. You ever like go to work and they say, Hey, it's your birthday today. And they have like a birthday cake and they say, Hey, so-and-so celebrating a birthday. Let's gather around. Or maybe like several people's birthday uh, week. And on Friday on Jean day, they'll like, all right, come on into the break room. We're going to have cake and ice cream. Come on, bring it in here. Uh, there was one business that was doing that. And, uh, Well, it was not received well, and it turns into a shit show. I cannot wait to tell you that story. That coming up on the Patreon. (sighs) You guys really think that kid was giving a Nazi salute? Come on. Asshole of the day today. Uh, yesterday, it was the new Black Panthers. I made a post about that yesterday on Facebook about the guy um, chambering the round in Grand Rapids and brandishing the pistol and waving it at the guy uh, driving by and said, move your car, motherfucker. Well, some fat ass chick was standing in front of the vehicle. He can't move. There's a fat ass in front of the car. What do you want? Um, whenever I do posts like that, no one, no one likes them. No one has the nerve to be involved with a post like that because they think that if they do, they're going to be canceled. I mean, it's, it's remarkable. The number of people who don't want anything to do with this post. Grand Rapids mostly peaceful militant kook, chambers round brandishes pistol at rando video. And so there it is. And five people like it. Five people had the nerve to like it. Dean, Rich, Tyler, Miranda, and Adam. Two comments, one share. I mean, people like avoid that shit. They don't want any part of that. Not like I'm like, it's not like I'm lighting the world on fire in any one of my posts. Um, also though, I pinned to the top of Twitter and Facebook. I'm running a contest. It's going to be great weather on Friday at Berlin Raceway. I'm sorry, Saturday at Berlin Raceway. Racing starts at four and I'm giving away two, five packs of tickets. So if you have friends or family that want free tickets for the race Saturday evening, go to that post pinned to the top of Facebook or Twitter and on Twitter you got to retweet it and on Facebook you got to share it. From those, those are the entries, I will draw two recipients who will each get five tickets. Five tickets for the Saturday race. Okay? Now, only two of you have shared it right now on Facebook and at last check, On uh, Twitter, let's see, seven of you have retweeted that. So, go there, they're pinned to the top, and enter the drawing. I will take the names and, you know, actually draw one out or somehow do a random drawing, and uh, we will determine who the two winners are. So, right now, you got nine people that have either retweeted or shared it. So two out of those nine might be going with an army of friends or family members to the races at Berlin. And by the way, I do this every single week. Last week, uh, it got postponed because of it was just too damn cold. But uh, every week, they've got racing there, and I'm giving away tickets all throughout the season. So that's very, very cool of them. Okay, I think I know who the asshole of the day is. It is uh how do you even spell his name? South Dakota AG Jason Ransborg. He spells it weird. It's got to be, right? What a fucking bizarre story. Glasses found in the car. He's a good liar though. I can't believe it. What? That is your asshole of the day. And also I need answers as to why this guy hasn't been charged with something uh, much more serious. That doesn't make any sense. What's going on in South, South Dakota. Did I say South Carolina earlier? South Dakota. Okay. That's going to do it. I appreciate you. That is my time. And Check me out on Patreon, P A T R E O N, Patreon.com, Slash Eric Say. Till next time, folks, thank you so much. Bye bye.